I am Josie, your favorite Afro-Latina love witch, and you are tuned into the frequency of the Luanova podcast. Today's little report, not gonna lie to you, was a little bit difficult to find. <laughs> I wanted to do a influencer this time, so I chose one that either you know or you have never heard of, but if you've never heard of her, I think she can put a smile on your face. I'm not going to give you her last name because she really just goes by just her first name. TikToker, Michelle. Before I start this week's collective reading, I see that I need to put my disclaimer back based on some recent stupidity that I've seen on social media. You see, um, this show is all about building you up. And part of that are my collective readings. Of course, you know that you can book a personal tarot reading with me and I always give you my email address at the end of the show. Okay. But I've seen people that are allegedly just so great at what they're doing, allegedly psychic, etc., attacking collective readers. Although there are a lot of shams and scams on social media, there are also a lot of great readers. Um, one of the best tarot readers that I've ever come across in my entire life, just in general, is this reader that um, is well known on YouTube. Off the top of my head, <laughs> his name just completely escapes me, but he's a great reader. Uh, oh, Tyler Tarot. That's the name of it. That guy knows what he's talking about. So with that being said, here's my disclaimer for the pink unicorn in the room. A collective reading, for those of you who are unaware, means that it is for a large group of people. It is going to resonate with some people. It's not going to resonate with everyone. And this nonsense about, oh, well, if you've never had somebody tell you that your reading wasn't for them or it didn't work the way you said it would, that you're not a good reader. Honey, I don't know what kind of spirit guides you have, but if I do a personal reading for you, yeah, no, it's going to work at some point in your life because tarot is interpretive. Tarot is not meant to be set in stone. Also, your life can change. Your spirit guides are well aware of that. You know that, right? The divine is aware of that. And so you yourself can also change your own path. So a reading can go many different ways. It also may be referring to different times in your life because we are constantly evolving and growing. Well, I am. So those of you who seem to think that your reading has to screw up somebody's life to me... <laughs> that you're a good reader somehow, um, I need you to go find something else to do. But you see, some of us, we got our practice from our ancestors. I find it interesting that the melanin deficient people are the ones that are say saying this, because you see, my ancestors are indigenous. They are also African and Latin descent. And therefore, a lot of what I know is deeply rooted in Brazil and Mexico and those cultures and my culture now as an American sitting here in Texas playing with tarot cards <laughs> comes from an indigenous great-grandmother who was also a reader. So you see, stay in your own lane because some of us know what we're talking about, okay? As for a collective reading, it is for who is for. If this resonates with you, that's awesome. That means that you're who I'm talking to. If this doesn't resonate with you, this may be, again, the Amazon driver from Dunkin', the Dunkin' Donuts barista. This may be for the waitress at your favorite restaurant. This might resonate with you a month from now, 
a week from now or never. It's for who it is for. Anytime that I choose an influencer or a celebrity to talk about, I do not have their consent. Therefore, I am always going to just randomly do an entertainment reading. And that's all that is meant to be. It's for entertainment purposes. If you want a personal reading, please keep in mind that the tarot is based on your energy, your spirit guides, etc. And I'm sorry this is so long, but I had to talk about that. Okay? It's important. Because you're not going to attack those of us who actually know what we're doing and what we're talking about. Okay? Anyway, let me tap into the energy of my new moons. So your card for the week is i mean shuffling my goodness i'm gonna get a paper cut from all this shuffling okay oh here you go here you go <laughs> you know what you know what new moons <laughs> you are getting on my nerves i'm just <laughs> and it might be because as a virgo practitioner when i tell you something it is for your greatest good it is because I want you to do well in life. So why is it that you insist on resisting that? I got for you the Five of Cups. The Five of Cups is a card and in many tarot decks, it shows a person who is crying over spilled milk, so to speak. There are three cups that are tipped over. However, they are completely oblivious to the fact that not only is the sun shining, and I would even say that the cloud in the sky that's that's going by is not even crossing the sun. It's not even thinking about the sun. It's just crossing as, as clouds do. So you see, it's, it's not about to rain. Everything's fine. The weather's probably great. And there are two more cups upright. This could point to your future. This could point to your highest self and all of the great things that could happen for you. This could also point to the fact that you have everything you need and once again, keep continuing to ignore it. All of the blessings in your life are available to you. So why exactly do you insist on just ignoring the advice I'm giving you? I, it's blowing my mind <laughs> because it is not by, it's not a coincidence that whenever I'm tapping into collective energy that I keep getting the same exact reading. I think this is three times in a row now. So. I'm actually, you know what? I'm not going to go any further because I, I really don't want to. My show is all for all about helping people who want to be helped. If you don't want to be helped, I don't know what to tell you. But I'm hoping that the next reading is for those of you who do. Okay? And I apologize if you're one of those people who tunes into this show because you want to get some manifestation tips, etc. I'm not trying to bring down the energy there. We want happy thoughts. We want a happy life. And we want to manifest whatever the hell we want. Okay? So... Let's tap into Michelle's energy. If you're not familiar with who Michelle is, she is a well-known TikToker who is known for starting off her videos. You may see her a lot, actually, on TikTok, even if you're not subscribed to her. Um, she starts off her videos a lot by going, Bestie! Yeah, that girl. <laughs> She's hilarious. And although I was really hoping to pick out a Sagittarius to start off the Sag season, She's actually a Scorpio, so we will end Scorpio season with a female Scorpio, and that's just fine with me. So her card for the week is, oh no, <laughs> her card of the week is the Eight of Swords. I always want all of you to understand that even when tarot cards seem negative, 
we can find something positive in them. We can find, we can pull out that, that positive reading if we're really trying to. Sometimes I'll be honest, I'm not trying to. Sometimes I think that just like now, you need to hear something, even if it's not what you want to hear. You might, speaking of, you might hear my space heater in the background, but Texas is cold and hot. You know this. <laughs> so the Eight of Swords typically has the energy of somebody who feels quite isolated. Somebody who may even have a little bit of a helpless feeling. And for many of us, we don't expect that from an influencer who has uh, millions of followers. I believe she she's even followed on TikTok by Paris Hilton. So this is somebody who is well known in social media. This is somebody who has built quite a following, not even overnight, with time, and is still feeling maybe a little bit trapped in their life. I don't think this has anything to do with her relationship or even being an influencer. I think it might just be that she sees a lot going on around her within her family, um, a lot of good things, and is ready for that part of her life to begin. And Michelle, what I'm picking up on is the energy that it's going to. You are a Scorpio, which is not the most patient of the Zodiac, but <laughs> I need you to take that watery energy that wants to drown the world when you don't get your way and to understand that this is temporary to pay attention to those two cups that are just sitting there completely full and the sun is shining okay because you are a texan just like i am understand that those texas storms are very much so temporary I chose Michelle because not only is she hilarious, <laughs> but she's also Latina and a Texan like myself with heavy Latin roots. Um, I believe she is Mexican. I don't know if she's uh, Mexican and in another Latin ethnicity the way I am or both of her parents are Mexican, but she is full-blooded Latina like myself. And um, I love that she is a Texan because <laughs> that makes her super relatable to me. She resides in Houston and you will often see her in her videos with her boyfriend, Cade. Um, what I love most of all, which is lesson number one, because the lessons about Michelle's life are going to go pretty fast because unfortunately <laughs> her birth chart isn't something I can find. I think it has a lot to do with a lot of TikTokers having the same name and um, there just not being enough information for me to pull up her birth chart. So I should have started that. I started, should have started the show with that disclaimer that I won't be able to read her birth chart because it's not possible. But in a few future episode of Lua Nova, if I come back to her at some point, then I will try to find her birth chart for you again. I just wasn't able to this time. Okay. But I do know that she is a Scorpio son. Um, Michelle has a really great first lesson here and it is that you can be authentically yourself and people will love it michelle has shown us herself just hair in a bun running to the store running to tj maxx to find the coveted hello kitty blanket <laughs> i i think someone actually ended up uh sending it to her by the way but 
these are things that we find relatable. We don't have to be in the same age group. We don't have to have the same ethnicity. But that authenticity is so important, not only for social media influencers, but for all of us who want to be taken seriously in whatever it is that our dream is. I don't know if you want to own your own business or you just want to climb the corporate ladder or you're a stay-at-home wife. No matter what it is, you have to be authentically you. You have to accept who you are and understand that the people who are meant to be in your life will get you. You don't have to explain who you are. You don't have to fight about who you are. You can just be you. And like Michelle, the right people will find you and will love it. If you are not familiar with who she is, I definitely recommend checking out her videos. She's going to make you laugh. Even if it's, if it's just her boyfriend that makes you laugh at his constant eye rolling. <laughs> She's going to make you laugh. But her boyfriend is quite the opposite. And we're not, and I don't mean that in a bad way. We're not going to um, talk too much about Cade because the episode is about Michelle. But what I enjoy about their relationship is how vastly different they are. And that's actually lesson number two. Opposites can attract. My boyfriend and I are both introverts who are what would be considered if two black cats, if you're not familiar with the black cat theory, I'll explain it in a second. If two black cats dated, <laughs> the black cat theory is based on black cats being maybe a little more dark in their personality and <laughs> who they are. Maybe they are not as easy to get along with, very introverted, etc. And to put two of them together is rare, but, <laughs> and I'm not referring to actual black cats. I mean, like two of those personality types. Okay. But Michelle and Cade, like night and day, night and day, at least for, based on what we see in the camera, uh, Michelle comes across as very extroverted, very in your face and does not hold back at all. I love that about her, by the way. And Kate, on the other hand, seems a little more reserved, a little more careful about what he says and does, which is just, just as okay, because he's still doing what I mentioned in lesson number one. He's being authentically himself. Maybe over time, we'll see him open up more and more, but this is a big thing for people who are looking for a relationship to understand. The right person is just going to understand you. The right person is not going to try to change who you are. And I don't mean that you have some terrible, you know, way about you, you know, your mean animals or some, you know, crazy shit like that. I mean, like you are just being yourself. You are authentically you and the right person comes along and they get it. There is no explanation needed. They just get you. That is lesson number two. Now, I know that these lessons are going pretty fast, but again, unfortunately, there's not a lot about Michelle that I can pull up, but I've still wanted to make a, an episode about her because of how much personality she has. Lesson number three, go after what you want. <laughs> and as funny as this is about to be, there is a lesson here. The Hello Kitty Blanket. Michelle, me, all the Hello Kitty collectors in the world, 
were looking for this coveted blanket. There's actually many different versions of it. I have no idea when, out of nowhere, Hello Kitty became as popular as she did because I have been collecting Hello Kitty for half of my life. <laughs> and when I tell you that you could not find Hello Kitty items the way you can now, you definitely could not. I had to go to specialty stores to find the things that I used to collect, okay? I still have my collection and will always love Hello Kitty. I even have a Hello Kitty tattoo, sidebar. But with that being said, watching Michelle go into various home goods, TJ Maxx, Ross, etc. stores was so exciting for me. And I think other people who enjoy shopping, not even just, you know, one demographic, I think several dem demographics, but not because we're all even necessarily uh, a big Hello Kitty lover, but because we wanted her to find this blanket. It was so apparent that it wasn't even just about finding something that's so difficult to find, but about, uh, I just want one. <laughs> I just want it. And if I want it, why can't I have it? Why can't I just go find it? And no, I'm not going to spend, you know, triple the cost from some janky reseller online. Sidebar, I really do wish that they would do something about these resellers. But if you are a Hello Kitty collector, here's a tip for you. AliExpress. That's A-L as in Lima. I as in Igloo. Express. All one word. AliExpress. Okay. You can use the app. It's not janky like Timu <laughs> or whatever that app is called. You can find all of the Hello Kitty blankets and a lot of Hello Kitty items there. I have a Hello Kitty blanket from there, okay? But this isn't about Hello Kitty, although it's sounding like it. It is. <laughs> this is about going after what you want. You can use in life the idea of why can't I have that coveted Hello Kitty blanket? Replace it with something else. Why can't I have that gorgeous Mustang, which I do have. It's right outside the window. There was a time that I sold cars and I looked out in a sea of Mustangs and was like, man, one day. And then one day came. And so you see that Hello Kitty blanket is very much so possible in your life. So like Michelle, be aggressive about it. Go to every store you can think of. She went to stores all over Texas and I don't see anything wrong with that. She was having fun. Her boyfriend even got in on it. And that's another, you know, kind of a throwback to lesson number two of being with somebody who just gets you. He wasn't like, oh my God, this is stupid. He was searching right along with her. And that's what I mean. Be authentically yourself. Be with somebody who genuinely gets you and loves you for who you are. And most of all, go after what you want. Okay, this doesn't mean stalk people. Okay, I'm not saying that. <laughs> we know how I feel about that. This doesn't mean to constantly go after doors that are closed because, as Mama Tot, another famous TikToker, said, that if a door is closed, it's just not your door. Sometimes that is just the case. Okay, there are also times that that is your door, it's just not open yet. It's all about your perspective. However, go after the Hello Kitty blanket. Okay, you deserve it. <laughs> I wanted these dating tips to be focused on those of you who maybe are not ready yet to get back out there. You know you will in the future, but just not right now. Okay, I was celibate for three years before I met my now boyfriend. And 
It's the best thing that I've ever done for myself. It's not something that I am going to say I recommend for every single person because we're all different. If it works for you, it does. And understand that being celibate is not about religion. And although it can lead to a spiritual awakening, it should be done based on your real want to do it. Okay. And not based on feeling pressure to, etc. And if like myself, you've overcome a lot of trauma, then it's something that might help you. It helped me. After a string of relationships and situationships that were a waste of time, I made it a point to just be like, you know what? I just want to focus on myself. At the time I was climbing the corporate ladder. I had just moved into uh, not the townhouse I'm in now, but this apartment that I used to live in before this one. And I just was real over it. <laughs> and so I knew that even if I was dating anybody, that it would be a long time before I even considered taking it to the next level, which has always been me anyway. But I was like, it's probably going to take even longer for me to get there. I'm thankful that it definitely weeded out some guys that were a big waste of time. There was one guy who quite literally really pulled that mask off the second he realized I was not going to sleep with him. I am so grateful to that loser because the next day is when I really started to get to know my now boyfriend, who I've been with for a long time now. <laughs> so appreciate you, loser. <laughs> You really got out the way there, but I need you to understand dating tip number one, that your first relationship is always with you. I've said this before and I'm going to say it again because it, it applies here. Your first relationship is always with you. So how are you treating yourself? Are, are you letting all of the past relationships and past situationships, problems, etc., coat how you see yourself? And you can choose to lie to yourself and say, you know what? No, I, I mean, I think I'm awesome. I think I'm great. Yet you don't really seem to do much for yourself to, to prove that. When was the last time you did something nice for you? Just for you. If you were in a relationship, you'd want to do things that are nice for that person, I hope. You'd want to show your love and affection for them. Yet you don't do that for you. Hmm. Okay. I think you should. I think you should start there. Okay. So that's dating tip number one. Dating tip number two is feeling this need to tell all of us how you feel about relationships and how much they suck. And you tend to emphasize telling people who are in relationships this. We're all going to just stare at you because I'm not sure what you want us to say. Did you want us to one, feel bad for you? Or two, did you want us to tell you that oh well see our relationship is different you could be like us no not only is it really offensive <laughs> but also it's also offensive to attack people based on their happiness i understand we all have trauma we've all been in relationships that we severely regret and we all have scars from those relationships However, you don't get to open that scar up and bleed all over everyone who is not in a relationship with you, not dating you, not even trying to, maybe your friends, maybe your family, maybe coworkers. You don't get to bleed all over us with it. Heal 
take the time to heal. Because when you are not ready, it shows. That's dating tip number two. Stop bleeding all over us. Dating tip number three. The time that you're ready, whenever that is, whenever that's going to be, you're going to know. No one's going to have to tell you. The divine won't have to step in and send, you know, um, lightning streaks through the sky. It's it's not going to be all of that. Tarot cards aren't going to rain down with the right tarot that gives you an answer. It is just going to be a gut feeling because I tell you all many times to trust your instincts. When you are ready, you're going to know you're ready. You don't need to rush it. There doesn't need to be a certain time frame. The reason I was celibate for three years is because that was what felt right for me. I didn't want to be sexually intimate with anybody. It just was not something I had any desire to do. I was good on my own. Okay. And so when I was ready to actually date, to actually give my time to somebody, it was based on him showing me that he was worthy. So you see that ready, that gut feeling that kicked in will kick in for you too. But it's not based on what I say or anybody else. It is based strictly on you. That's dating tip number three. Dating tip number four is to take yourself out on a date. I understand that you may not enjoy being anywhere by yourself. I personally don't. <laughs> Although I am extremely introverted, my favorite part about having a boyfriend, something that um, the topic of this show can relate to, Miss Michelle, is that I like doing everything with my boyfriend. That's, you know, why else am I with him? So I totally understand if, like me, you would prefer to be there with somebody else. You don't want to do everything all by yourself. It's not as much fun. So if you have to take your food to go and go home, have a date with yourself. Light some candles if you can. Um, if you drink wine, drink wine, whatever your favorite drink is, put it in a real pretty glass, but show up for yourself. Treat yourself the way you deserve to be treated. So that's dating tip number four. Date yourself. Go on a date with just you. I don't care if you just run into Sephora and buying something that you really want. That is all about making a date. Get dressed up real cute to do so. Gentlemen, the same goes for you. If you're a gym bro as for I actually have quite a few gym bros that, <laughs> that are either always tuned into my show or are past clients. But um, take yourself on a smoothie date, okay? I was not going to say take yourself on a gym date because I actually need y'all to get out of the gym here and there, okay? To meet anybody. <laughs> but that is dating tip number four, right? Yes. I wanted to make sure. I think I have one more for you because <laughs> I typically do five. And I know that dating tips aren't something I typically add into a Lua report, but this little report was so short because there is no birth chart to go on. And the only thing I can tell you much about Michelle is that she's a Scorpio. And because I've already done some episodes mentioning big Scorpio energy, I think it's only fair that we move on to Sagittarius energy. Okay. So with all of that, Dating tip number five. <laughs> Dating tip number five is to do something that your inner child would be so excited about. Tapping into our inner child is just as important as tapping into our highest self. All of us have an inner child. I even have an episode on this. And I believe it's uh, we're out, It's called like we're outside this summer. I think it's that one. But 
<laughs> and I could be wrong. I'm sorry if you're a diehard Luanova um, podcast fan. Then please feel free to correct me. Let me know what the right episode is. But I think it's that one. Um, we're outside this summer. Okay. But it's about connecting with our inner child so that we can heal. Our inner child is a part of us that maybe needed certain things to happen that didn't when we were children. The trauma caused within our life oftentimes happens when we're kids. And we don't really realize those traumas until we become adults and they stick with us and they go with us everywhere. And we, again, feel the need to bleed all over everybody with them. We emphasize, you know, terrible things we saw happen to our parents or in their relationships, etc. Not understanding that that's your inner child talking. And the best way to heal your inner child is to do what you would have done as a child. Color. Go outside. Play with Barbie. I mean, the Barbie movie was the biggest movie this year. And a big part of my life (laughs) since day one. So what would your inner child want to do right now? Do they want to take a nap? Do they need to have a snack? Do they want to watch cartoons? Personally, I can honestly say that when I was going through a tough time, I used to watch the My Little Pony cartoon. I don't know why. I think it's because I love unicorns. I'm not sure. And I have a very fond memory of having a My Little Pony party as a little girl. So <laughs> so I associate uh, My Little Pony. Rainbow Dash looks like magic, my Mustang. So I associate it with happiness. So what do you associate with happiness? Think back to your childhood. I want you to tap into that because we're going to heal. Okay, we're not going to be bringing this into 2024 or any other relationships. And so it is. (laughs) This is the break before the end. Oi, Jinji. I'm Josie the Mustang, your favorite Afro-Latina love witch and the host of the Luanova podcast. The Luanova podcast comes out every Monday and Friday. But not only do we talk a lot about dating and love and self-love spells, etc., we also talk a lot about manifesting. And I know that for many of you, that includes your vision board. So let's talk a little bit about that podcast that's just sitting on your vision board collecting dust. I think the following ad is going to help with that. Obrigada, that means thank you in Portuguese, or obrigado, that is the male version of how to say thank you in Portuguese. Thank you always from the bottom of my heart for tuning into the frequency of the Luanova podcast. The Luanova podcast comes out every Monday and Friday. On Monday, I take an influencer or a celebrity, preferably Latin artist in particular, and we talk a lot about how we can manifest the way they did, and I also give you a birth chart reading from them and what we can learn from their birth chart. On Friday, I teach you manifestation tools and a course. I'm your favorite Afro-Latina love witch, so I teach you love tips, etc. You can reach out to me on social media under Josie the Mustang, and that is all one word, Josie the Mustang, and that's on TikTok and Instagram. If you reach out to me on TikTok and send me a message, I will follow you back, okay? 
So I appreciate that. If it pops up as a Lenovo podcast, you've made it to the right account. <laughs> I do make sure to post a promo every single week. I don't get paid to do those promotions. I don't know where TikTok got this idea that I do, but they added, they added promotion on one of them. And I'm like, I'm not paid promotion. And I'm like, I am, am not getting paid to promote on TikTok or Instagram. I am paid to post here on Spotify. Okay. So let that ad play. <laughs> I appreciate you again. If you are new to my show and you want to leave me a five-star review, you can do so on the Apple podcast app as well as Spotify. If you would like to reach out to me for a personal tarot card reading, I also offer other services such as spiritual coaching, such as um, Reiki healing, etc. Feel free to email the show. You can also email the show if you want to, you want me to answer your question. And my email address for the show is Podcast at outlook.com it's also in the show notes but one more time luanova podcast at outlook.com i'll talk to y'all friday i hope you had a great holiday ciao